0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
1: Sew, 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 sewing out loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is Mallory Donahue. And ZD Donahue. And we haven't done this in a while, so I, it took us a little while to get set up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I just found some notes, too, that I have no idea what they mean. Um, read
1: us the sentence you just read me from your note okay okay just
2: say one one of the things on my notes it it says sewing as a religion we'll just
1: leave it at that okay just leave it right there (laughs) we're gonna do a new little segment i I don't know what it means here at the beginning of this podcast and this is some listener mail and this is from megan the listener mail says Hi, Mallory. I have recently found your podcast, and I really enjoy listening to you and ZD. I am getting ready to start working on a jean shorts pattern for my girls. Since you've been sewing jeans for yourself, I was wondering if you could point me to a good place to purchase the hardware like snaps, buttons, and rivets. I've heard that the dritz rivets you can find at the big box stores are kind of crappy, so I was wondering if you knew of any super special place to find them. Thank you for your time, and please don't ever stop podcasting. You and your mom make my evening walks enjoyable. Oh, wow. That's, I didn't make
2: that up. I was going to say, say, do we know her? <laughs>
1: <laughs> are we related to her? We're friends with her now. Uh, Megan, she's uh, my best Megan she's now. friend now. Okay. Um, and I emailed Megan back and I was like, I hope you still like me after this email, but I didn't put rivets on my jeans.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how old her girls are. Yeah. And if they want rivets. Right. Yeah. Um, if, they, if they're small children, I I just wouldn't even put rivets on. Yeah, and on. I, said, I
1: said, I don't mean to be kind of, you know, discouraging or anything, right. but I'm like, you know, I just don't know if they're that, you know, big of a deal. And I think the rivets, um, she, she mentioned later in an email, like, right. I don't want to buy a rivet press. And I think that's the rub. I think it's probably easier to put in rivets if you have the right tool versus the well, right rivet. And it's the know? right tool.
2: And she's right, the ones that are sold, like, at the box stores or whatever – generally the prongs just aren't as long as what you get you know in an industrial setting so they aren't strong and they do come off and and they can be a problem and
1: i'd recommend going to heather Lou's site uh, closetcasefiles.com and reading you know just search for jean's hardware she's got excellent articles about it but then i also made a recommendation to megan that uh she should try Snap Source Snaps. Snap Source Snaps, the only snap
2: to use as far
1: as I'm concerned. We, I have never found anything better. And we'll do a podcast on it because right. we just freaking again, love them. And again, one
2: reason those work right. is the long prongs. Long,
1: yep, and they're called, they're called I, long
2: prongs snaps. Actually, I don't know if you know this, if you've looked in our Snap Source set, but after using like the one tool yeah. for 20 years, it just cracked on me oh no way yeah one of the setters it broke yeah it's made oh. out of plastic it just like i thought i guess we've had that forever yeah. though well i thought
1: like yeah. 20 years yeah
2: like I, I thought i guess year. i've hit this for the 100,000th yeah. time oh and probably. it's really
1: expensive right right right, right yeah uh-huh. yeah no but i, I people,
2: we need to actually bring one home from I the tell store people, here. I'm yeah. like,
1: you can get an entire set of the setters here for right. like I mean I think it's a total it's less than fifteen dollars. You can have everything. I mean you need a hammer, you need the snaps, you know. But it just it just broke. I I, (laughs) I was like, Oh, I've used the plastic probably. Now what I want to tell you is
2: I continued to use it even as (laughs) even broken because so because it wasn't like at the exact setting part, you know, it was off to the side. So it works when it's broken. Well, hey, there right. you go.
1: No, they last, but they do. They hey, last a really long time. I
2: broke something and I didn't
1: tell you, instead of so the other way around. Oh, How about hey, that? hey. Yeah. No. You, you just told me right. it doesn't count. Oh, I didn't okay. have to go find it. Megan, we love you. Yes, but, Megan, good luck on No, and she yeah, was like, oh, the thing about hardware, especially
2: on, on the uh-huh. rear ends, is it tears up your furniture. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, but uh, Megan was like, no, you didn't disappoint me. This was a oh, you know, good. good idea, and um, she also was like, oh, yeah, snaps on little kids' clothes are awesome, you know, right. and I'm <laughs> going to put snaps on my ginger jeans, and little ginger jeans update. Uh, we're, we're still making our jeans in class, and everybody's starting construction. Everybody's basted. Everybody's gotten fitted, and um, I taught an hour-long... Construction demonstration class last week, and it was really cool because it was like from five thirty to seven, and I showed front pocket in like insertion construction, right. and the fly, and I did like the back seams and stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is only this only took an hour and a half, and right. I talked. A lot, right? During the whole thing, and then and also you probably get interrupted. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and people had questions and stuff, and um, I messed something up one time, you know, and then thank shout out to <gasps>
2: maybe you should make them and sell them. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> shout out to Melinda, she was my pattern instruction reader um, yes. for for that class, and that was that was really helpful. But anyway, I'm like, oh, I can't wait.
2: Isn't, it, isn't she the one that just made her husband a pair of cargo pants? Yes, I saw She did. She that did. She right. did. He was in them. So. We know they
1: fit. Oh, I haven't seen that picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was to, in, um, His name's Charlie. Uh, um, Charlie? <laughs> Charlie. Charlie, you're looking hot. Charlie looking good. Okay, so anyway, um, I will be, though, on, the, on those p- pairs that I was demoing on, I'm going to be putting snaps on them, so I can't wait to tell you, Megan, exactly how that pans out for me as a big person uh, with snaps on my jeans. Uh, that intro took... Just a little under six minutes. Okay. So that's viewer mail intro, right? And that's not too bad. I think it was also sewing So we're related. going to do
2: viewer mail at the beginning of the podcast not the end like most people do. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it our way. So says yeah.
1: so says ZD. Um, but let's get to the matter at hand today, which is uh, bobbins. Oh, no. Wait a minute.
2: Oh. I, I have to just say something. I've been listening to our podcast, of course. And I... I'm really going to try something different this time. Sometimes when I laugh, I sound like the wicked witch of the west. <laughs> so, I ha- instead of going ha <laughs> or whatever I do, I don't I don't know how I make that noise. I'm going to try and like laugh lower or something. I don't know. I it, I really sound like I'm taking off on my broom. So well,
1: there's a reason for that. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about bobbins. You were out to trot. You're out. You're like, Ma- Mel. We haven't yeah. talked about bobbins. Yeah. Bobbins. Okay. So you take it away, Z. Why do we need
2: bobbins? Because we do a lock stitch on our sewing machines. We need a top thread and we need a bo- a bottom
1: thread. And your bobbin goes your on bobbin. the bottom.
2: And <laughs> and it's B O B I N. No, bo- it's
1: not B O
2: B. I'm sorry. <laughs> See I'm which last okay <laughs> try one b o b b i n yes it's not a bobber it's not a bobette. it is a bobbin that's okay. right okay um and I, you guys you don't believe how many people call it a bobber but I but love it that's the thing you use like when you fish when you fish yeah. anyway
1: and your bobbin has a definite like there there I think it's a real special part of the machine
2: it is yeah. and. Every machine, there mo- there's more than one size bobbin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back, like, in history, especially of the Singer machine, they had some uh, bobbins at one time that you, uh, I know there's people still out there with these machines, where you could actually fill the bobbin while it was in the machine. Right. And they've got a really bizarre bobbin.
1: Is that the one that's smaller on top yeah. and bigger mm-hmm. on bottom? Mm-hmm. Like, it has a definite right and Top i can and tell bottom. you why that was
2: a bad idea if, if yeah, they don't do that enough.
1: anymore do they no it's <laughs> a bad idea
2: you didn't get a good fill on right, your bobbin right and why anybody thought i mean it, it was their marketing and they i can i can remember i was alive when they marketed it. um when they marketed it as you know oh you don't have to stop and and change your bobbin well you still had to, it it was still hard and it's not a good idea and not work yeah it's not, just not oh, a good yeah. idea yeah um you don't need that mechanism to fill your bobbin. You need to wind your bobbin outside of your machine and drop in a nice, clean bobbin when you need it. If you have a problem with with filling bobbins, is that's a problem you have. Fill a whole bunch ahead of time. Teach a kid how to do it. Um, <laughs> there are also pre-wound bobbins on the market now that are quite good. Pre-wound bobbins used to really not be a good idea for home machines. Right? They had a lot of um, glue. Is is basically what it is, uh, or you can call it, you know, binding, whatever. But uh, they would gum up your machine, and they're not like that anymore. They're they're, they're really like,
1: made very well. Uh, the 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 prewounds that we sell in our store, the PhilTech ones, and those are the, they are like recommended by Baby Lock, right. so I really like that. That like the machine company has tested them, just because I know they do really good work like that. Right. And you can get prewound bobbins for embroidery. Or they do yeah sell different them. weights. There's them for quilting too. Quilting too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've not come across like a polyester construction weight pre-wound bobbin. Right. Forgive me if I'm be- being ignorant, but well, honestly, I don't know I don't know unless you're going either, but... to
2: manufacture those jeans and sell right, a whole bunch right, of them. Yeah, I mean,
1: usually you fill a bobbin, it'll get you through a project, right. But um, with quilting pre wounds right. I think they're geared toward um, you know, like maybe somebody who's just going to be doing like a who's going to
2: cut those 95 triangles it, to put in that quilt. Right, that's, that's right. That's right. Or they're doing they're right. doing the
1: work on a long arm and it's right. a neutral color or whatever. Right. Um but so
2: right, so every machine does ha does have though it's bobbin size or right. specific bobbin. And what we see in the industry mostly and again here we're talking about things um like I say, if there's a rule, there's always an exception. But we have an L bobbin, and we have what's the other one, Mallory? Class fifteen. The cl- class fifteen <laughs> bobbin. I, 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 and and then the bobbin you see for the quilting machines are are much larger. And
1: they're class M. And they're class bobbin. M for
2: much thread. No, I, guess. I,
1: um, I just I know what it st- it stands for. Shoot, I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. Somebody said it at Baby Lock when I was just there. Right. There.
2: <laughs> um, but you can know the size bobbin you need. But honestly, the best thing to do is buy the bobbin that was specific, is specifically manufactured for your machine.
1: Yeah, you can go to a big box store and you can find something that says Class L or, or Class 15 right. or whatever you need, and. It's it's kind of crazy, but they really will not give you as good of a stitch. Like we they see won't. it with with the majority of the machines we sell the Baby Locks. They take the plastic Class 15 bobbins and the Baby Lock genuine bobbins have this like blue cast right. to them. And I can tell they're sturdier. I know they are because I can snap the other ones with my fingers. That's right. Yeah. Literally, you know. Well, and
2: the problem with the plastic bobbin – That I run into is that if they are made flimsy, you you can overfill them. Right, right. And then it's no longer the same shape Uh that it was because it's flimsy and it's filled with thread and it's allowed it to flare out. And then people wonder why they're having trouble. So, you know, spend an extra quarter or dollar or whatever you have to on your bobbin.
1: Talk about um, materials of the bobbins. What they're made of?
2: Well, there's metal, mm-hmm. and then there's plastic. I, right. I, some sort of composite plastic. I, when you say materials, I don't know exactly what they're made. Oh, sure. of. Oh, sure, but right.
1: I I think that what we see a lot of times, if you do have a machine with a drop-in bobbin, right, that's um, a plastic bobbin case within your machine, shouldn't be using a metal bobbin.
2: Right. Metal to metal, uh, plastic to plastic is, right. is the Is what now. Generally, that plastic is also a composite, that black case that's in right. your drop-in bobbin. But those work best with plastic and um, your metal. And that's usually on a rotary hook, which goes into your machine sideways, and you take the whole bobbin case out to drop your bobbin in. That's, that's a rotary hook, generally. And that's a metal bobbin.
1: And the- But it can be
2: class it can be either class,
1: either size, yeah, but, either the class right. 15, There's class 15 and class L and, metal, and, and that has a lot to do with size. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, and another thing, you know, we always talked about, oh no, no metal bobbins and the plastic bobbin cases because it can kind of like wear right. on them, you know. Right. But another thing, our tech recently said to me is he says. The metal bobbin actually puts more drag on the thread just because of the weight of it, that's and right. I kind of never thought of that. You it's know, it's heavier. Mm-hmm. It's heavier, and I was like, oh, of course, right. you know that's true, right. you know. But it, that's another part of the calibration of the machine. Um, and then, uh, Mom, my machine has a drop-in bobbin, so it doesn't have a bobbin case. Yes, it does. What? Everyone has a bobbin case. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so even if you have a drop-in bobbin and you don't remove your bobbin case to change your bobbin. You do have a bobbin case, FYI. Right.
2: right. There is a bobbin case there. And the reason there's a bobbin case is for certain kinds of work or play or whatever you would like to call it techniques. You may have a bobbin case that you use that has a different tension on it. Right. Okay. So you may have two bobbin cases for that drop-in bobbin. Or you may purchase a second one later, depending, you know, you take a class and you learn a new technique or something like that. Now, here's a rule, and I like this rule, and I like to keep it. Don't change the tension on your bobbin case. If you think you know what you're doing, you probably don't. <laughs> if you're sure you know what you're doing, that's a different yeah, situation. There,
1: there are some situations if it talks about it in your, I think I think it's pretty clear. If it talks about it in your owner's manual, right up front, like right in the threading. Because where I can think of where you would change your bobbin tension are on some of those bigger quilting machines where you go from real lightweight to heavyweight right. and it's got the removable bobbin case, right. you know. They talk about it, they talk about it right well, with, well hold on, yeah. they talk about it right with threading. They say, right. thread your bobbin case and do this test. To make sure the tension's that's correct. Right. But if your owner's manual simply says, you know, drop your bobbin in or insert your bobbin into your bobbin case and thread, that's probably not something you need to worry about right away. Just like mom that's said, right. it's probably not the problem.
2: And, and, the, and the long arm quilting machines are a different animal yep. than your home sewing machine or your home um, embroidery machine. Absolutely. And they're set. Now there are instances where the bobbin can get lint in it. Um, You may need to look, you may need to clean it, you may need to run something like um, on the the spring, on on the uh, hook bobbin case. You know, the spring is that, a little piece of metal that lays on top Like of the case. You
1: mean the hook bobbin case? You mean like a rotary bobbin? Rotary bobbin. Right, right,
2: rotary hook. A front loading Mm -hmm. bobbin. And it's metal. Yep. And, you know, lint can get under there. I say take
1: a piece of non-wax dental floss and run it under there. If this you can. has happened twice in the past six months at the shop, if right. people with the Baby Lock multi needles mm-hmm. call me, say, "Oh my gosh, my bobbin thread is showing on top. It's terrible." Right. I'm like, "Take take one of your business cards, and run it under. under that spring." And they yep. they are on the phone with me, and they go, "Oh, because <laughs> yeah. like a bunch of crap came right. out of there." Right, and, right, and, right. It's, and it's like it's like I think a combination of like thread. You know, there's there's right. glue on all thread, and then there's lint from right. their project, well,
2: especially. Since we started doing um, embroidery at home, if th- I can't, I th- you know, there's just volumes of stitches of yeah. thread, right, mm-hmm. that's running through that bobbin case that didn't in days gone by. Sure, sure, right, right. Um, so, you yeah, know, I mean, I, I wonder how many stitches it takes to make a dress. Probably nothing compared to to a monogram.
1: One yeah, monogram. Right. <laughs> yeah. And how right. much that
2: needles punching up and down. So, what I'm saying is, and there's so many people that said, Oh, my tension was so screwed up. So I, I changed it on my bobbin right. case. It's not the place to change it. I guarantee you it, that it's the wrong thing to do. It's the last thing you want to do. People will come in and they will have more of a mess because they have, you know, tightened or loosened that screw on yeah, that bobbin and case. And let's just remind people. Oh, and they also lose that screw. Yeah. Because oh, it's yeah. so tiny. <laughs> oh, that's my screw. Let's, you know? let's just
1: remind people real quick of the rule. If you see a mess of thread underneath your project. So
2: if you have a nest underneath on the bottom.
1: call it birds nesting or people will say something like that. That's a top tension issue. issue. Right. And most of the time that means you didn't thread with your presser foot up. That's right. And I would highly encourage you, the first episode we did of this podcast, this is like 23 episodes ago or whatever, is thread with your presser foot up. Please go and listen to it. Because it's so entertaining and so important. So if you've got that mess underneath, it's a top tension issue. But then if you do see looping on the top. Right. Or you see bobbin thread on the top during embroidery or satin stitching. Right. That's your bobbin tension issue.
2: Okay. And what could cause that? <gasps> Threading. On a rotary hook. Oh. If I pull my bobbin thread and uh-huh. I'm looking at my bobbin, I'm holding my bobbin case. Yep. So I have my metal. Rotary hook bobbin case in my hand, yep. and I pull on the bobbin thread. In which direction should my bobbin be spinning? Clockwise. You
1: got it. woo <laughs> and, and, Mom, and, Mom, yes. if I have my machine with my drop-in bobbin with a plastic bobbin case, and I drop my bobbin in and pull on my thread, in which direction should it be turning? Well, counter- Clockwise. Yep, exactly. But
2: I don't even have to know what counterclockwise means because there's a little arrow on my well, body. Well, yeah, face. that's true. But anyway, so, you no,
1: know, there are right. There are generally, and uh, well, I don't want to say this for everything, I right. guess, but generally on the newer machines, there is a little diagram. I'm telling you what, though, it's not a bad idea to check yourself twice. <laughs>
2: The other thing that can cause the bobbin tension is you did not get it under the spring on your rotary hook bobbin, mm-hmm. and on your drop-in bobbin. Yep. Oftentimes people just
1: seem to miss that last little thing. It's it's hard. I think I really try to explain this to people. I think right. it's hard for people to see and understand. Right. But when when you do that, and um, some really talented person just filmed a few videos of Baby Lock about this, and I, I, you'll see her soon. Um. Anyway. She's strikingly beautiful, she's also gorgeous. Um, anyway, is she modest? She's very modest. <laughs> when you when you think you've got your bobbin threaded and you pull on that right. thread, you should feel some resistance, right? And you should, yeah.
2: W- anytime you get a machine, especially when you're you're getting instruction from the dealer, the dealer should be able to say say this is how it feels when you're in the right place. Yep. This is how it feels when you're in. the. Learn you you. I learn a lot of things by feel. Yeah. And does this feel right? Also, it'll it'll sound different sometimes too. Oh sure. Well so you can hear We don't want to get that far. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> we wanna get we wanna feel good and, so we but, don't but to sound it bad. It's impressive when there's
2: like six people in a class and I'll say stop and I'll point to somebody and I'll go, Your bobbin is in wrong and they're yeah. like, Oh no, it's it's I go Guar- I guarantee you right. I can hear it. And they they kind of freak out. Maybe I am a witch. I'm a sewing witch. It's and anyway. embrace it, mom. Yeah, yeah. Well
1: I think that, that we need do need to make sure that and say <clears> that the, the rules that we just talked about for the clockwise and counterclockwise mm-hmm. they hold true for every machine. Okay, what I mean is every drop in bobbin needs to go that way where right. it turns counterclockwise and every front-loading, side-loading bobbin needs to turn clockwise. Right. Just, I mean, I don't know of an exception. I don't either. But I had somebody come in one time and say, oh, no, my machine needs to, you know, my right. they had a front-loading bobbin. Mine needs to go counterclockwise. And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't.
2: Now, now wait a minute. Some people don't know what clockwise well, and counterclockwise sure. is either. Oh, I you noticed know, that. You
1: know what the other thing that I, I learned recently in my sewing life is For the drop-in bobbins, if you lay your bobbin down and you bring the thread – if you lay your bobbin down correctly, like on its, you know, bottom or whatever, and you put the thread down, it should look like the letter P. Mm -hmm. Okay, but for a front-loading bobbin – Oh, I see. uh, I see what you're saying. For a front-loading bobbin, when you lay the bobbin down and you have the the thread down, it should look like the number 9. So it's a 9 or a P. It could be a 6, too. Oh, yeah. No, that's a nine. It depends. It could be oh, a six you, No, too. D- Mom, do not confuse the issue. The thread is straight down, and it's a nine or a P. But you're right. But if it's yes, straight I up, it. it's doing the same thing. Saying. right? No, I see what you're saying. Or right. Okay, so is so it'd be a P or right. a or a, a lowercase d. Thanks, Mom, for confusing <laughs> my very simple analogy. Okay? But, but, I, but that's good. A P well, or a nine is a good. P, I think a P or a nine is good because I heard somebody. Well, said. that way you've got the thread, like, kind <clears> of. <throat> P and is good. P and 9 is good. And I also, somebody was like, oh, yeah, the bobbin, we need to put it in so that the thread's coming over the waterfall. And I was like, that makes... No damn sense to me. Like I have no idea what you're talking. It is funny when people use I, those little. I mean, things. and yeah. if it works for you, like right. if over the waterfall works for you, like fabulous, you know. But I was like, that just I don't think that that really like has a lot of like concrete grounding. Like a every waterfall could go in either direction. That's how I feel. That's the problem. You know, um, especially uh, <laughs>
2: depending on which. Which you know, continental divide you're on, and all this kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I
1: was sort of like, yeah. And then, and it was a baby lock educator that said the nine or the P thing. I always just I said, do like that. I always just said the counterclockwise, clockwise thing. Sure. But I was like, oh well, this could save a little time. Uh, uh, right. You want to talk about winding bobbins? Well, I guess or I, yes, go- and or
2: thread. You uh, know, uh, what, sure. what threads go on your bobbin? Okay. Talk about so that. So if I'm if I'm constructing something, I should have exactly the same. If I'm making a seam using construction, like I should have I've should like have that. exactly the same thread on top as on the bottom. And when I say this, I even mean the same color. And the reason I say the same color, and this is very, I mean, this, sh- this will be in the thread lecture when we do the thread cast, but dyes weigh different amounts.
1: And they, they, they weigh different, and they also, I think, like, Black thread and red thread get overworked. They over-dyed. get dyed, 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 dyed. And yes. And I'd always noticed this. I feel like you can feel it in black fabric and red I fabric too. I think you too. know. I always
2: think black thread is the weakest thread yeah, too. Yeah. And yeah.
1: And you know who said that too? Mary Malari. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, okay, we're not crazy. We're not right, just making this right. up. No, like, you I, know. I, I always but feel she, like black thread's the weakest yeah, thread. She right. she, she said that, too. She was like, just be, you know, if you experience a little more breakage with a black thread, like, don't be right. surprised. Right. You know, Absolutely. it shouldn't, shouldn't obviously break every, like, five stitches. No. But she said, you know, it's just weaker because it's been over And I was like, that's what we've said. And so. So, same, same weight for construction. Can I tell you my exception to that rule? Sure. So. When
2: you when you have to take out a seam, <laughs> which I've done in my lifetime, you well especially if you're making something and you're going to alter it or you're putting in a um, a, a basting seam, you know you're going to take out. You always want to pull your bobbin thread. If you pull your top thread, you will tighten it. If you pull your bobbin thread, it will come out. It it will it will glide out. So if I'm making forty four costumes mm-hmm. in one weekend. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would use dark pink on top and light pink on bottom so, you can so I could quickly, immediately, quickly find a bobbin thread on something. No thinking. just Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there's all these theories about costumes. Well, a lot. Like today, I worked on some costumes. Oh, my gosh. I put so much time in these and. You know they're for two for toddlers, two and they're <laughs> going to wear them for <laughs> yeah. two minutes. But anyway, um, and I, I put my blood, sweat, and t- tears into those suckers. But anyway, that okay. So construction thread, same on top as on bottom, right? Except for my exception rule. Sure. And then if you're doing top stitching, mm-hmm.
1: like on my jeans with my heavier top stitching right. thread,
2: you you're you're not going to change. You're going to have a normal construction weight in your bobbin. Yeah. And then you're a heavier thread, basically, on top. Mm-hmm. Now, this also happens with embroidery. But with embroidery, you have a lighter You, you have a, a lighter thread already on top. Uh-huh. So you need a super light thread
1: yeah, on the bottom. I think and threads are by weights. Yeah, so let's talk just a tad about thread weight. A little bit. The, the higher the number, the lighter the thread. Right. So 90-weight thread is very thin. You right. know, lingerie, bobbin, weight, thread is, you know, what they'll call it. So, right.
2: So, if I had a bucket. Yeah. Right. right. And I put 90 big balls in it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it would weigh a pound. Right. But if I had um, these balls that were smaller and they were 60s. Right. Because the 90s were bigger. So, the 60 weight balls, I would have to put more Right. In the bucket right. to make a pound. I don't know if that helped anybody.
1: I think that the better way to say this is like 90 feet of this thread. Weighs the same as sixty feet of another. There thread. you go. That's that how that works that's too. How it's, okay. That's not that exactly how it's too. done, but that's right. that's the right. That, that is right. the um. Right. That's how a gauge. That's how a gauge that's, works. That's how gauge right? works. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, with a, with embroidery thread, you know, for and just, if uh,
2: if you're in the medical field, you'll understand yes, gauge because yes. you know a number nine needle is much bigger than a twenty one needle. Right.
1: Right. So uh. In embroidery, we're generally using like a 40 weight embroidery thread. Like think about just polyester embroidery thread right. that you used to do a monogram on a shirt or something like that. And then your bobbin weight will be 60 or 90 weight right. thread. Um, but, then, but it's
2: lighter because you want to pull the top right. weight to the bottom.
1: Right. You want to see right. top thread on right. the bottom. So
2: we're talking in this top stitch you can embroider. The whole point is you're pulling the top threads to the bottom. In construction you want that balanced thread. Right. And in, you know, quilting piecing, they want that balanced thread. So with top stitching or and that's a good word, balance. Because yeah. it balance always doesn't always mean even. It's right. where you want you know, it's the balance that, that you're you trying want, to, achieve. That you want to right.
1: achieve. Right. And so there's lots of specialty situations for bobbin thread like a really thick thread can be used for bobbin play, right, And then people will sometimes use like a clear thread in the top and yes. they're showing off that bobbin you know that thick non needle bobbin thread in the bobbin, and that's where that extra bobbin case that you mentioned earlier comes in handy
2: and And we can talk we can this is a good segue to winding your bobbin uh-huh. um Mallory talked about clear thread on top, which is there's a there's a nylon clear thread and a polyester clear thread. I would prefer the polyester clear thread. It does not stretch as much as that Monopoly nylon. thread? It's called, yes, N- it's mon, <laughs> Mono- monopoly, poly. Uh, yeah. which is monopoly <laughs> thread. Yeah. But it's monopoly, uh, but it's monopoly thread. So I would prefer that to the, um, oh, what do I call it? Nylon. Nylon, thank you. Oh. It's really late. You guys have no We're pretty idea. we This is like the end of a it's week, really and late. it's really late. Well,
1: the other thing um, I'll say, I don't like clear thread. <laughs>
2: okay, Mallory doesn't like clear thread. There's things I love clear thread for, but I always use Metricene construction weight in the bottom, never in the bobbin. And here's here's one reason why, because I used to have to use nylon, because the monopoly or monopoly uh-huh. thread is, is relatively new. I'd say it came out about 10, 12 years ago, whatever. So new, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's new to me. <laughs> uh so anyway, um because when you wind nylon thread, yeah, it will stretch. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same when you want do elastic metallic thread. thread. It stretches. Like uh, all these th- uh, Mylar yeah. is really bad. Uh-huh. It stretches. Wind bobbin. Okay. Right. So, when we're winding those bobbins, we don't want a lot of tension on our thread. If I was winding uh if I'm winding something that is not my regular construction thread or my regular embroidery weight thread in the bobbin, sometimes I will skip the tension disc that it's supposed to go through. Oh my God, I was just going to talk There's about. There's all how these things. There's hand. T-
1: well, be careful about. That I know.
2: Thing. So let's talk about. <laughs> <The tension> here's <laughs> what we should talk about: is how do we just wind a normal bobbin without w- without making any exceptions here. This is normal procedure. Yes. What do we do, Mallory? So we
1: put our thread on our machine, on our whatever spool pin you're going to use. And every machine will have a different And it's good
2: quality thread. It,
1: well, of course, right? Um, <laughs> every machine will have a path that's... In your owner's manual, or it's probably on a newer machine, delineated on your machine right. with a dotted line. There'll be a solid line for like your top threading and a dotted line for bobbin winding. But the most important part, the most important thing that you need to do is there's some little spring on top of your machine to look like a little disc. It may even look like it has a little screw on top, but you got to get that thread under that spring somehow, some way. So You're gonna floss
2: it in, like you when you floss, floss your teeth. Floss
1: it in, or it, it tells it you to wrap it around, and put it or whatever. So that before you put the thread to the bobbin, you feel resistance on the thread. And what this does is it regulates the thread as it's winding around the bobbin. If you start to wind the bobbin and it looks hairy or loopy or something, you stop. Or it's you've threading it.
2: just like to the bottom or just to the top yeah. and not going evenly uh-huh. onto the, the spool. Yeah. Something's wrong.
1: Something's wrong. Or if you're winding around the bottom of your, <laughs> which people do. <laughs> below the bobbin love. platform yeah. or so Anyway. And, mo- yeah. <laughs> and
2: most of our machines do stop when the bobbin's full.
1: Yeah, Our newer ones. Yeah, the newer ones generally stop, but yeah. Sometimes
2: they don't, and if they don't, there's an adjustment for that.
1: That's right. So anyway, and, and on the on the baby locks, they say that they don't want the bobbin completely full. They say 90 to
2: 95%. If it looks like it's boat bulging, you know, bulging yeah, no. It should be there should be like a more like a concave look to your thread instead of like a convex.
1: And I will say that the Philtech bobbins we sell, they're they're completely full. When well, you get them out of the Not day.
2: only are they full, they have more thread on them than you can ever get on a bobbin but, and wound it. But
1: they're they're completely tightly. full, but what right. I want to say is that they've recommended, they've said t- they've said to our pull our a few off. So if you have trouble with this, pull a few yards off and to, for my personal experience, I've never had to do that.
2: I haven't either. With
1: Even with a, like the 10-needle embroidery what? machine and with like the domestic home embroidery machine, either way. But if you are using one of those pre-wounds in your machine and you're having a little trouble at the beginning of the bobbin, wind just a couple yards of thread off of there um, and see if that less full bobbin makes a difference. If you're having some trouble with thread breakage or something like that that can be an issue and you know I, uh,
2: there's one thing here i'm not sure i can address and i don't know if you have any experience i have only used the pre wound bobbins in modern machines i have not used them in an older machine well i don't know maybe i had an old bernina i used it in one time but um so just just i i just want to put that out there Because I don't know that I have a lot of experience with those in in an older type machine.
1: No, I don't either. That's very true. So if, you know, that's another thing. Test it out with your machine. Make sure you're threading properly. And if it works for you, fabulous.
2: And the PhilTech bobbins have a... um,
1: a plastic, a
2: plastic bobbin, uh, bobbin just an, so you know, they're
1: an actual bobbin, right? Which I like. It's not like a paper no. coating, right? Um, somebody just brought in the magnetic pre-wound bobbins, and I got to see those for the first time. They have no casing around them, right? So they're shaped around this little plastic disc with a magnet on it, which actually means you. Well, I'm sure you can put it in backwards, but it's right. <laughs> people can do anything, right. right? You know, people are capable of anything, but, um. One thing that concerned me about those is since they're shaped like that with no paper or plastic, there must be a lot of glue on them. Well,
2: that and that's true. Yeah, that is generally what they call it—you know, binding or
1: a binder. Binder. Right. They don't call
2: it glue; it's glue, everybody.
1: And if it if it works for you, because we've all got a little like, bit of glue in us, you know. And
2: when those first came out, people had a whole lot of trouble with them. Uh-huh. And they have gotten better. All of those things have gotten, gotten better. better. Right. Yeah. All, so, so I, you know, try it and like it. Um, we we stand, we we back PhilTech because that's what we use all the time yeah, and we, we like it. Our customers use they're, it all the time. They're not expensive. Um, we have figured it out by how much yardage is on them. And, you know, we you can't even get that much yardage yourself onto it. Yeah, it's and actually
1: similar to right. buying a spool of thread. Right. Know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, if you have any interesting bobber stories, and how do you spell Bob and Mom?
2: <laughs> B-O. Okay, I remember you f- getting kicked out of a spelling test because you couldn't spell pattern one time Man. in, like, you know junior high. It's
1: never occurred to me that pattern, like, is a sewing term in that. Like, I know pattern is a sewing term, <laughs> but I never thought of it that way, that I failed on a sewing word until just now. Oh, and I, lock, but mom. I reminded you. It was fifth grade, okay? <laughs> i spelled it with one t which is what you did with bobbin. oh man i was so mad anyway if you have any uh, interesting bobbin stories please share them with us you can email us uh email me mallory so here.com and we'll have links to some of the things that we talked about in the show notes today so if you're interested in uh Filtek bobbins snaps or snaps anything like that uh we'll have information on those in the show notes and you can visit us at sohere.com. thanks for listening
2: so long
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?